Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. I'm excited today to be joined by Chris Schwager, and we're going to be talking about mastering video strategies for success. So welcome to the podcast, Chris. Thank you, Marianne. How are you going? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. This is lovely and casual, isn't it? It's relaxed. I know, very chill. We didn't take 72 edits to get to this moment. There we go. We, we're, we're in. Press <laughs> on. Look, I'd love you to kick off by introducing yourself to my listeners and telling us all about how you became so passionate about video marketing. Well, how do you know I'm passionate? I can tell by <laughs> your voice. That's assumptive, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, yeah, I am actually. I got I got critiqued today on, jeez, uh, yeah, you got chosen because of you're excited, your, your energy, man, your energy, like <laughs> clients see that energy I, and, and people talk about that all the time, even like young people. How do you get the energy? How do you have the energy? And it's like, well, I just acknowledge that, you know, part of the process of communicating is about entertaining as well, you know, and trying to like keep it upbeat and keep them interested and engaged. Like if I came in with uh, video marketing, let's talk about video strategy. Um, <laughs> it's totally boring, right? Like I'm just trying to keep it alive, use my language the way I know how. And uh, and hopefully you guys learn some something along the way. Look, I am Chris Schwager. I'm the head of video marketing here at Ridge Films. I'm also the head of DIY video production, meaning I help a lot of people who, uh, since pandemic really get in tune with how to overcome a lot of the technical and creative barriers that it takes to produce content themselves. Now, what I'm talking about is those that are out there, you know, uh, trying to improve the quality of their image, their audio from home without having to worry about um, bringing on video production companies and the cost associated with that, or, you know, they're just sick of their crappy webcam and charging thousands of dollars for what, they, for what they're doing. They're a financial planner. They want to, you know, come off looking more professional than they currently are. Then I help them do that at the convenience of their desk to become better equipped to be able to produce their own videos uh, without going through all of those technical and creative variables to do it, right? Now, that, that's a big point of difference for us, but yeah. I originally started for 21 years just professionally producing videos for businesses like you, for like your audience's um, needs. And that's all exciting and whatnot, and it's kind of fun, but it's hard to get uh, audience retention. It's hard to get the customer retention. It's hard to get them to buy again. It's mm. hard to get them excited about you uh, and to keep them hooked in the sales process in, indefinitely, indefinitely. But with the DIY video program, it's enabled me to be regularly contacting people and helping them beyond just, oh, okay, we've produced a professional video for you. There you go. Thanks. Uh, and, you know, extending uh, our, I guess, experience through all facets of video production, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like, you know, script writing on camera training, yeah. you know, how to incorporate video into your sales process. I mean, there's a whole world of video that majority of Australian businesses haven't a clue mm. about. 
Yeah, they think that they see social, that's very trendy, social media video. Yep, very trendy. Everybody knows about it. Or it's like a video on their homepage or a video on YouTube. These are the way that these are the ways that Australian businesses categorize professional videos. Yeah. Uh, they, they kind of pigeonhole them into those three areas. They don't think about video and sales. Like yeah. a video that gets played once yes. doesn't hit the radar for majority of people because they don't understand how they can do it professionally mm-hmm. and they also don't see the value why would you just produce one video for one play yeah <laughs> like that doesn't make sense haven't we been taught about creating viral content and mm-hmm. and and getting as much exposure as possible well one play for the person that's going to give you thousands of dollars yeah. worth of business makes sense if it changes their perception of you mm-hmm. mate i'd do one plays any day of the week yeah, so true. And especially, I guess, in the format that you're bringing it to people where they can effectively DIY it professionally, make something they're proud of. So to that point, why wouldn't you then produce really meaningful, tailored individual videos that probably have far more impact than that, you know, tens of thousands of one-off video that you put on your mm. homepage that people may or may not watch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like, there's so many variables to video. Like, you know, people ask me about duration. What's the perfect duration of a video? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, shit, man. If it's thirty seconds and it's one play and it took you two minutes to produce and it brings in thousands of dollars for your for your business, shit, man. I'd be doing that every day of the week over, trying to produce one sixty second video, backing it with with advertising spend and trying to bloody go viral with it. You know, with yeah. with like a you know a, a, a guess that maybe or maybe uh, not it will go viral like you know test and measure i mean look at the end of the day is you've got to mm. test what, what what's going to work for you however having exposure to these other ideas around video how they can actually plug gaps in your sales and marketing majority of people wouldn't even think about and yet people complain about the lack of differentiation and yet they're not innovating in any other way they're not aware of ways that they could plug some of these challenges these problems in their processes with video yeah and I guess I'm talking to the business that really has no exposure with video at all, right? Has literally no idea how they would ever use video in their business. The answer to that is get educated. Yeah. You know, start listening, start getting in networks where people are doing this, start talking with with video coaches and and employing maybe the odd videographer and see what they can teach you. And, you know, these types of things are the way to gravitate toward a, a business where you're leading with video. Yeah. Like imagine, imagine your business is inundated with opportunities and inquiries because people are like, oh my God, I love that 30 second video you did for me. How did you do that? It was so great. It really caught my attention. You know, and I and I I get a smile out of you when I say that, but this <laughs> is the reality of every day for me. Yeah. People are commending us on our sales process. They're commending us on on that first. 30 second personal profile video. Now we're a video company, right? It makes sense for us to do that, but we teach others how to do it for themselves so that they can get the same reaction. Right. And that's the first thing you're talking about. It's not like the opportunity, but like, oh, wow, how did you do it? So clever. It's so good. And like, how did you do that? And it must have taken you ages. And it's all about the video, right? And the video becomes this uniqueness that they've never had in their business. But it's so transferable, you know, as you said, you're a video company, so it sells what you do, 
But I imagine if I got that from, you know, the accounting firm that I was thinking of shifting to and all of a sudden I have a personal introduction from a a partner or whoever's going to manage my account and they use my name and they talk about specific things, like that's going to cut through like no other sales proposal that you get through. 100%. And we've got to like there's a piece uh, there's companies every day, like we've got a mortgage broker in Queensland that's doing this, you know, like these aren't people that are you know, have have experience or mm. any history with video and yet they're they're adopting these these techniques that we're teaching and they're really getting a lot of value out of it because um the I guess the deep if you go deep on what it's doing, it's very much the best first impression that you're giving mm. because you're not delivering a automated text-based email response saying, oh, we'll get in touch with you in 24 hours, (laughs) right? Like you've got your face in there. You've got a nice little video. It's personalized. It doesn't take you long to produce, but it makes the world a difference for them and their impression of you because they feel connected by virtue of that you care. Yeah. That you have taken the effort to, yeah. to 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 do something like this, and whenever I have received a personalised video, whether it's been an email or in a in a an email or whatnot, I've felt the same. I've felt special. Yeah. So why why wouldn't everybody else? It's so funny because you talk about automation, and I think you know the last five years, you know, automation. It's not a trend or a fad, but, you know, it became a buzz strategy. Automate everything. You know, what can you automate? Automate your nurture. Automate your lead gen. Automate. Automation is fantastic, but what it lacks is personalization. And I think what you're talking about is, you know, yeah, having a blueprint, having a a strategy that you're running through, but actually using personalization so that it doesn't just feel like cookie cutter. Oh, I got email A and then in seven days I'll get email B and then a day after that I'll get email C and, you know, and then I'll be converted. Whereas you're talking about something so personal. And uh, again, if if that video was just the corporate shtick 90 second, this is who we are, you'd still just delete it and feel like, well, what was the point of that? But if someone's using your name, talking to you directly, yeah, the the lasting impression of that, you know, is it's indescribable what that would do and and the connection that would build. And especially, uh, you know, it's an opportunity obviously to show your expertise and and show your authority, but also Mm -hmm. to really connect in a really human way that, you know, is that old school meeting at a networking event or an old school, you know, meeting someone and, and starting up a chat about something, you know, you're going to build a much stronger personal connection in that moment. Yeah. And I had a quote recently, I was on another podcast and I said, personalization over automation. Mm. It was like this, this idea that, you know, would, would I be better to pick up the phone <laughs> than spend all that time trying to get an automated process in place <laughs> that um, people, you know, are onto, right? Like well, I had a, I've been culling subscriptions and <laughs> I came across this thing the other day and I was like $150 for a subscription called Expedi. And I said to my guy, I'm like, Kevin, I said, what's this? 150 bucks a month. <laughs> what's Expedi? And he goes, oh, this is a thing in InMail. Sends messages out and it staggers the messages and it's like yeah. an outreach thing. And I said, yeah. is it working? And he goes, no, not really. I said, can we switch it off? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, good, 150 bucks back <laughs> in my cash flow. <laughs> I was stoked, right? And look, I guess it's because that that whole uh, InMail thing is, is gone. It's done. I mean, oh, as far I as I'm concerned. It, I think, yeah. Once they made another folder for the in mails versus 
the regular messages on LinkedIn, it died. I was like, they're all dead to me now. I ignored them before, but now I don't even see them. Yeah, it's. Um, I get a lot of people asking me about, oh, I can optimize your podcast for you and get podcast <laughs> hosts, and it's podcast, 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 and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! I'm yeah. getting, I'm getting spam left and right and center. And I like to connect with everyone because I'm like a connection whore, right? But, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> but, um, but you know, if if I see a, I, I connect with them, and then I see a message what from them next? immediately, immediately, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you're out of there you're out of there you're out of my world right like uh yeah but it's it's funny but yeah anyway back to automation right so here, here's my theory on it it's like yeah would if you had a phone at your desk or you had automation that took you longer to kind of set up and have going but it could go forever uh which one would you choose mm. you know which one would yield the fastest results right i gotta say the phone wins yeah. um based on you know you could you could bang out 10 calls and you know you probably get a result rather than having this kind of like bingo tumbler concept of the automated funnel that like may or may not yield a result you know it's like referral marketing you know it's like uh, <laughs> phones are like the ads you know and 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 automation is like referrals you know you never know <laughs> you never know when you're gonna when you're gonna maybe get something from it whereas i you know if i pick up the phone i usually get results uh yeah. now I know, and then my wife said to me oh you know the young generation they don't like to <laughs> they don't like to um to to talk anymore it's all about accountability and making sure that they get everything documented in emails and i'm like oh, i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can run a business like that. I got to talk. I got to get on video calls. I got to yeah. see people, you know. Yeah. In yeah. Those video calls. Like, you know, the, the 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 difference between a phone call with some mother of two parking the car with her kids screaming in the background <laughs> <laughs> is not my favorite way yeah. to be starting a professional relationship. 100%. You know, like, us connecting in this way, yeah. like, me seeing you. And I mean, it's just yeah. different, right? Like I can I'm see that. all these beautiful nuances of your facial expression. Well, I was going to say, I'm that asshole that does all my return calls in the car driving from work. <laughs> <laughs> you're that woman. Ah, oh, shame no, on you. No, it's just me you do what you're going to do. And my mild road rage. But besides yes. that, it's just like efficiency. I'm like, cool, I'm in the car. Let me smash out all these return return phone calls. But it's not the same. Like it's not the same as being face-to-face -face with someone. And I guess, you know, I was going to ask you today about how you think video shifted and and you touched on it at the start you know the pandemic is obviously when you shifted your business more towards DIY and I think that the pandemic shifted a lot of those interactions for people you know and and probably shifted people realizing the importance of true face-to-face -face connection even if it is virtual face-to-face -face connection yeah, over doing things where the standard of zero was acceptable. <laughs> like if you had a bedhead in the background and you're in silhouette, <laughs> that's it. That's all. <laughs> that's all I can do right now. It is what it is, right? And so we actually did the survey throughout that period, and we we understood that poor quality webcam, background background noise, poor lighting, poor wardrobe. We had a whole list of things that were wrong with with the way that people were conducting themselves professionally and we we learned i think statistically about 84 percent agreed that the way that people were presenting themselves in this way was yeah. not acceptable was was needed a hell of a lot of improvement and 
funnily enough, in our growth, I guess, people have now come to the realization that they love working in a virtual sense. They love having the option to be able to do three days a week at home and be there for their children. Yeah. You know, and to do that better than they've ever done it before, they need to improve the quality of their microphone, the quality of their image Mm -hmm. and the quality of the way that they connect, you know, using this eye contact that I'm giving you right now. And so therefore they're more willing to invest Mm -hmm. in something like the DIY desktop studio because they believe that that's what they need to do to cut through to come off different and that's still a high priority for those that you know run a fucking financial accounting firm or something like that right like i mean differentiation is its own real pandemic in this world i mean it's very difficult to differentiate i mean those that think they're different aren't and video plays an integral part in what's called perceived point of difference this idea that if you lead with video that you know there's a high probability that your competitors are new. Hmm. any in your listening sphere here it's to adopt this and to start doing it not for you to actually be able to adopt a new way of alleviating objections and and filling gaps challenges problems within your sales and marketing by using video in this way hmm. you will come off looking different you will win based on the fact that you know you are doing things um, that are perceived different. Yes, yeah, interesting. Interesting. I haven't thought. Of, I guess you know, I hadn't thought about video in respect of that. I think I've really traditionally thought about, and maybe because I'm so digitally marketing focused, I've thought about it as social media importance mm. of video marketing. Need to do more video. You know, website, but not really thought about how can video marketing impact my lead gen, my business development, my pitching, my sales, and I, um, it's really like getting my cogs turning of you know mm. what I can be doing, what I can be recommending to others as well. I love it. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the digital, you're the digital guru, right? So you will, by virtue of understanding these things, stand out, you know, and yeah. actually give people insights. There's nothing better than being helpful for your clientele and being helpful beyond yes, you can use video to enhance your social media. <laughs> like that, that's true. That is true. But but there's a lot left on the table as as opportunities. You know, like for instance, you reaching out to me in this podcast, right? Yeah. So You've given me text, 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 text. You could quite easily have have sent a generic video in preparation for the podcast. So the generic video covers off, okay, turn up 15 minutes early. Here's your list of questions I've prepared in the downloadable document attached. Um, Make sure you use headphones, be in a quiet room, right? Like all those things, like fun. But what they're doing, like what the best part about video is the subtext of video. It's the... You know, you can write all the words on the page, but it's the fact that you're presenting it, mm. that I get reminded of you and what you look like. We've met once through the the summit, the virtual summit, right? So uh, I had to I had to look you up and go, okay, that's her and put the face to the name, right? I had to do that. But you could have enhanced that whole process by having a generic video that you could record once and distribute for every future podcast it's probably you'll probably take that idea and go and run with it now um and i and i would encourage you to do it you know because i think it's important i think it's important in in facial recognition in the buying process in any process is validated by how many times can you expose your market with that right like there's a lot of talk thrown around about personal brand and all that sort of stuff i just reckon it's like 
it's it's facial equity. It's 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 how many times can you appear in video form for your market, right? So we had we I I always get people going, oh, I love that video you're producing. I'm like, which out of the thousand videos you're talking about, right? <laughs> but I, I kind of ignore it now. I go, oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. we. Uh, and that's just about as much as I could possibly say, because I actually have no idea what they're talking about. However, we made a commitment about eight years ago, and that was that every website page that we owned must have video on it. Wow. So we were very adamant about achieving that goal. And we needed to make sure, <laughs> and this is arguably true, needed to make sure that the video we produced for that page solved a problem. <laughs> now, when you think about a video that appears on a 404 error page, right? Like, <laughs> let's, let's just, okay, you search for something or it's a broken link and you get this, page, whoops, sorry, page missing. Well, we have a video that, <laughs> that appears there, right? Um, now, not overly solving a problem. However, it is an opportunity not just to serve up a blank page, but again, put myself yeah. in the bloody yeah. in the space again it's again just using my my face to to populate that area where otherwise it is a boring dry dull space that is actually an aggravant right as there's actually nothing good that comes from a 404 error page yeah. it's just more work for the person that's searching for that particular thing so 404 error page contact us page um the out of office videos, yeah. do you know what I mean? They're, oh, like you would have like seen that, that by now, right? Like, yeah, like it's these are all ways that you can be there. It's passive, right? It's not something that yeah. people would be actively searching for, but it's for you to be there hmm. when otherwise they would just be getting shit house text that means nothing. <laughs> 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 oh, so many ideas. So many ideas. I love that. I love the idea of, of making a video for a 404 page. <laughs> so many yeah, you just you just it's, it's so easy, right? But you just got to make sure your site can can uh support video and then and luckily yeah. we when we moved over to Kajabi, oh, which yeah. is a website platform, we just yeah. we just had we plugged it in straight away. That was that was that was the way we did it. But yeah, so it's it is funny. I mean, but you've got to you got to get excited about it a little bit, you know, and I think the the evidence around, well, what's this actually going to do for my business? Like how many people actually go to the 404 error page and, go, <laughs> and then, and then, you know, email me straight away and go, ah, oh, that was everything. so clever. <laughs> like very few. Like I don't think I've ever had a comment on our contact page, for instance, oh. you know, this, this, this cute uh, little girl, uh, she's dancing around in the studio, right? And she's, and then she pops her head up and she goes, Give us the call. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> like that's it. It just keeps looping and looping, kind of annoyingly, right? But but it's um. But again, it's just this opportunity to to be thought of differently, mm. um, and to do something that that people aren't um considering. And it's funny because I still get people showing me their website, and and I explain to them, oh yeah, the this website would be great, you know, because you, you've got so little personalization here you know it'd be great to have your company profile video up the front and she, and, and people would be like oh really how does that work and it's funny because <laughs> i've been in this business 21 years and they're just like it's like they're discovering it for the first time <laughs> it's like this new thing and i i, I really i really would 
love for Australian businesses to be a lot further along with their yeah. digital, you know, with their website. Like, fuck, how long we had them now? Like 30 oh, years, right? I know. And still, I know. And still there's so many sites that you go to. And and I told you on the, on the panel, I told you about this guy, a client of mine who I'm video coaching. We go to his site. And I, and I have to I have to I have to back this story up and say I believe what he's doing is right. <clears throat> but I go to his site and this guy's getting video coached. He's invested in the DIY video show. So he's producing videos, right? He's going places, right? He's going to do stuff. But he doesn't have a site. Like it's a holding page. There's like literally nothing there. He runs his entire business through wow. uh events, like an event, a major event once yeah. a year, and then email correspondence and whatnot thereafter. Yeah. So he has so much capacity for mm. video. Mm-hmm. It's just that you you won't see it on his website. It may yeah. he may appear on his social or his YouTube or his or his e- email correspondence or even live at his events, right? Yeah. So, but that that intrigues me uh, deeply that somebody that that is you know seemingly at the coal face completely inadequate with regards to their digital mm-hmm. and yet is invested you know fifteen k in yeah. his his video video marketing his capability to produce really good high quality videos because he's just doing it differently and yeah. i'm totally embrace that yeah no 100% but i do think you make a valid point that you know at least 50% of australian businesses are just so behind in what they could be doing online i i, I don't know why we've had such a slow take up um or, or you know they've they've built one website two decades ago that cost them fifty thousand that looks like shit and they're not willing to invest again to rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's it's marketing and marketing is <laughs> always at the bottom. This is the thing, right? Yeah. Like you know you you and I both know it's I'm the there thing with that you. gets the chop, right? Like everything, it's it's the first thing. I just chopped my SEO company, right? Like case in point, I, yeah. I'm cu- culling uh, costs out of the business. I've just taken over hundred percent ownership of our company and SEO whilst the intention and what I believe they were doing is right. And I believe in it. I believe yeah. in SEO, particularly when you've got a good company who has uh, strategically changed the structure and the way that Google sees us. And that, that yeah. to me, was the most important thing first is that Google could see us first and then our market second, right? So they've, they've given them a year or more, but unfortunately, it's a grand a month and it's just the thing I've got to, I've got to chop out of the budget. That's that's yeah. all it is. I, don't, I won't say no to, to getting it back. It's just yeah. right now I need to take on some cash and I need to yeah. – they're going to – they're an easy one to chop. Yeah. Yeah, which is hard, isn't it? Because there are all those decisions where there are long-term effects. It's like, you know, it's like cutting, we'll just take down our social media, we won't have any social media, we'll stop producing videos that we've been producing. Yes, there's a there's a quick cash benefit to that, but there's a lost opportunity. You know, there is a there is a future opportunity that is diminished by what you didn't do yesterday. It's that whole, you know, when's the best time to plant a tree yesterday? Um, you know, it, it is that future opportunity. But as business owners, we also get it, right? Like we're not just giving services to clients, we're running businesses too. And we get that when you have to cut something, you've got to look for the, you know, the biggest opportunity that can give you money and not take down essential services that you need right now. And I, and I think it's it's hard because businesses get into a repetitive seesaw cycle where if, if they do chop their marketing, oh, inevitably their, their sales 
uh, their their business is running on a float because they've got cash and cash is oxygen and you know that's running okay and everything's working. But then oh okay, sales drop. They got to reactivate their marketing again, right? So the seesaw keeps going. Oh, they overspend on marketing. Oh, we'll call that and get back out. You know, it's kind of like one hundred <laughs> right. And like Gary Gary V said one thing, and it was like you know um, it was you know professional versus amateur right it's like well i'll go amateur every day because because creativity is subjective mm-hmm. right and so i would encourage that any business going oh well we can't afford our marketing we'll go out and pull out your iphone like i never thought yeah. i'd ever say that because as a video <laughs> company i always specialize in professional stuff i yeah. always advocated for creativity and special and being yeah. professional and making everything polished and fucking slick yeah. right now my 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 vibe is completely flipped because i do believe in that philosophy of of um getting stuff out there in volume versus yeah. trying to polish uh polish something and, and spend money and time resourcing on that so really there is no excuse if you've got an iphone in your pocket and yeah. you have culled your marketing then you can still do shit yeah you like, just need to put the time in yeah that's right and if you're a procrastinator then suck eggs do you know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I don't want to I, I don't want to hear you complain like you know that that time is the thing that is killing you like i get it all the time and it really grates me oh, i just don't have time um <laughs> and i'm like man you got the same amount of time as me yeah do you know what i mean and it's, I it's like say- i I always say to clients, you got two things. You got time and money. So if you don't have time, you're going to need a lot of money. If you don't have money, <laughs> find some time. Because to yeah. grow, you know, you can either take your time to do it on a, you know, no low budget, or you want to go quick. Well, then you're going to need to invest and get other people on board to do stuff for you and and you know to run stuff for you. And that's kind of you know that to me is the two choices you've got. I think a lot of it as well is to do with value. Mm-hmm. You know, like do you value your time. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm just time poor all the time. Yeah. Like I'm just scarce. Yeah. Well, but what do you value? Because if you value spending time with your loved ones and your kids and you want to put more, then you need to make aggressive adjustments mm. to your business to be able to shift how you're spending your day. Like when I took on VAs in the Philippines, it was it was a really cathartic kind of like offloading of 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 shit. <laughs> it was just like this. It was. It was just like, what you mean to tell me? Like, if I have a process, it's like twenty minutes or an hour or something. I can get rid of that and give it to somebody in the Philippines because it's a low level task. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and then I realized, no, it didn't need to be twenty minutes, half an hour, forty five minute process. It could be a minute. Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking in minutes. Right? Okay, this thing takes me. Like, so I've had people laugh and gawk at me about not checking my own email. Right. <laughs> Now my, my I'm I'm sitting here with you and I'm looking at my inbox that was cleared out this morning and went down to three emails and it's at ninety nine. Oh, yeah. Right now, fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will not end this great call, adding I hope a lot of value to your audience <laughs> and sit down and sift through ninety nine fucking emails. I'm not into it. Right. I'm going to give this to my VA and I'm going to say, man. Most of this is shit. You're going to have to try and figure it out uh, and away you go sort of thing. So I value my time and I value where I'd be best to spend my time right now is with you talking to your market and giving tips and and value like this to them and getting them to understand a perspective of maybe what you're doing in business. You know, like this is the thing. When you run your own business, 
and you're not part of a, a network necessarily to, to support you, you sometimes think that the decisions that you make in business are, are, are stupid, are, uh, you know, you're lacking confidence because you don't realize why it's taking so long and why you are making mistakes and why you're not able to retain clients and stuff like that. And it's like, man, it's all good. It's just that you need to have a fresh set of eyes on you to to reinforce that. Yeah. You know, like there needs to be someone that gets, no, that's okay. Like what you did, like it's completely fine that your cash flow stuffed right now. Um, you, this is the way that you rectify it. Like don't worry, you got $56,000 of tax debt. Don't sweat it, man. Everybody's got tax debt. <laughs> like, what's the big deal? It'd be better with the tax office than you having to go hungry, right? So it's like, you know, I love this business community. I love the fact that the the successes and the failures are completely embraced. Yeah. And you can't have one without the other. You know, people have tried to process up my coaching for them. And they're like, oh, everything we start from, like when we start coaching together, everything we do, I'm going to pr- process up right from the start. And it's like, that's impossible. Yeah, You're never going to be able to do it. You're going to need to fail and understand what works before you can process what's working, right? Yeah. So let it go, baby. Just go along for the ride and do what you can and incrementally grow as a result. Yeah, I love that. I guess thinking about wrapping up, thinking yeah. about... <laughs> It's been such a great chat. Not thinking. We are, right? We are. Oh, you know, no, thinking, processing. Maybe <laughs> okay. process on how we're going to wrap are up. Are you going to ask me the book question? Don't ask me the book question. I'm not going <laughs> to ask. I, like... I ditched the questions, Chris. <laughs> you, you empowered me at the start on our off-air chat to just ditch the question. So I'm I'm going loosey-goosey. I've got no plan and I'm like. And I've loved it. You and know, I've loved I'll... it too. I've loved it I too. I love it. Exactly. We've gone left, right, up, down, and it's and it's great um and i think you know obviously we touched on before we're on a panel together we're on a panel of three we surprised became a panel of two and i think that we had great great flow <laughs> i i was i was very happy can i just intercept here for those that are ever trying to sponsor an event we sponsored big big on this one right we did yeah. like a gold sponsorship thing we did all the video for it and with hesitation but yeah. however we, we we went for it only based on our previous sponsorships of events, it's always been like we pour all this work in, we get fuck yeah. all out of it. Like yeah. it's been, it's so hard, right? But funnily enough, on the day that I presented my content, or I presented live that afternoon. I had a meeting with somebody who had uh, come in via that event, and I said, "Oh, ah. great! Did you see my presentation?" They're like, "Oh, no, I didn't even attend your." presentation i didn't even attend event and i'm like okay that's fine tell me more and they're like well i was like found out about it and i was looking for this guy and i went to the speakers page and then i saw diy video production what what's that that's interesting inquired boom 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 and she closed oh she didn't even it was 15, <laughs> it was 15k and she wow. didn't even go to the event Amazing. And I'm doing her video install for her on on Friday in two days' time, flying up to northern New South Wales and, wow. and helping her out. And I got nine nine inquiries as a result. Now, I, I, I don't want to show off and say, oh, how amazing this, but I just want to put it in perspective. All yeah. of the events that we sponsored in the past yeah. delivered pretty much fuck all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This one was different because we were able to lead with this, you know, DIY desktop studio and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. The carrot is different now. 
Yeah. It's not like, oh, uh, come for your free consultation for a professional video. <laughs> it's like, it's like that's not interesting. Like, there's nothing romantic about that, right? But I think because the 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 spin is different now, yeah. it's probably yielding a higher result. And and I just I would hope for 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 you guys out there that you can find that because once you get it, is it is it's the closest thing you'll come to get to as a silver bullet to the business. You know, I've always reminded there's no silver bullet. Like, you know, you put ad spend down, like do a viral video, nothing's going to rock your, your world. And that's what's been ingrained in me. And now I kind of think, well, you know, if you try hard enough, you keep pouring your energy, you keep listening to the pain points of the market and, you know, nurturing that and, using that as feedback as to how you can modify your thing and spin mm-hmm. your thing, you know, and take risks, you know, like you, you'll lead, you'll be pointing in the right direction. You know, it's, I said this at, right at the start of my presentation, it's hard to change when seemingly things are going as they should. It's hard to rock that. It's hard to, to break that up. But if you are not getting close to that fucking goal, mm-hmm. then you've got to change it. And you've got to change it with the, with the expectation that, you know, shit might go down before it goes back up. But are you getting more connected with what you're, you know, to your goal? Then, then if that's the case, then don't, don't take, don't, you know, don't settle for mediocre. You know, uh, what does my wife say? She's like, make it juicy. You know? <laughs> you're only here for such a short period of time. You're here to enjoy this thing you call business and yeah. fucking enjoy it and go yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that could be the quote of my podcast to date. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking go for it. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I made, you know, might have to rebrand the podcast there, but I love an inspirational wrap up and you have absolutely brought the goods with that one. I, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. I feel like there's, you know, we've talked video, we've got life advice, we've got some business coaching to wrap it up, but um, give us the details of where people can come and find out more about your course and your offer, because I am sure there will be many people wanting to look at that carrot. Well, look, yes, please do. It's called the DIY Video Program. It's ridgefilms.com.au slash DIY. That will get you to the exact page that I'm talking about. And from there, if you book in and we have a bit of free video coaching or whatever, we'll get to know each other that way. I reckon that's the best thing because I'm a small business and I love to sell shit, right? So (laughs) I want you to see what's possible and what you could be doing too. So go to ridgefilms.com.au slash DIY. I'd love you to book in. And the best thing is if you get it wrong, you'll get the 404 video, and I'm sure that will be a delight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. No, like that 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 side will just give you an eye-opener as to like some of the – some of the, there's this beautiful video right at the top that it's the first video I've ever produced for a website that was five minutes long. Um, everything that I believed in over the years of only producing less than 90-second video has been broken with this five-minute video because I believed in trying to market in a way that's driven by emotion rather than the tech side. So, oh, yes, you can get a camera sound, lights, and teleprompter at the convenience of your desk. Or we could talk about all the people 
that suffered, have suffered, and how their life's changed and how they're spending more quality time with their family and how they're more efficient in business. We could talk about that. That sounds juicy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I'm looking for, a juicy business. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris. I look forward You're to talking welcome. to you more soon. Thanks, Marianne. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.